Welcome to Five Cats, Two Pussies. This is Ronnie. And I am Engineer Dan. And Lindsay has a sore throat. Yeah. So Lindsay is not joining us. She's getting over her sore throat this week, um, sipping lots of tea and ginger and manuka honey. And she will be back as soon as she can. But for now, she's resting her voice. When she does come back, we'll have an extra special drop and an in between episode. An in between episode. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because we did have a special. Oh, that's what this is. Well, no, this is our regular episode. But okay. When Lindsay is back, we'll we'll do an in between episode because Lindsay had prepared to talk all about Beltane, which is coming up this week. But um, we didn't want to lose that topic. But I also didn't want to like cover that topic for Lindsay. So here we are. I have a prediction. You got me. <laughs> so and me, Engineer Dan, and here's what Lindsay's doing right now. As you listen to this, regardless of what time you listen to this, and what time zone you're listening to this in. She is currently playing Animal Crossing. Ooh, or Final Fantasy. Or Final Fantasy VII, the <laughs> remake. Yep. And she is budgeted out that way, and that's what she's, yep. that's what she's good for yep. right now. Oh, and, and she's doing it in her coveralls, because we got quarantine uniforms. Oh. <laughs> what, 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 what's the function of a quarantine coverall? Uh, she's got the, she, she got herself a pair of the dope Wild Fang coveralls. Yeah. And, uh. Wildfang.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so clothing, that's the clothing people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Wild Fang coveralls, got it. Yep, and uh, it's a, like, you can feel cool and stylish while not having to do anything more than basically put on a onesie. It's like Dude. a cool, stylish onesie. <laughs> you know, if they're You feel too... put together, but you're basically in pajamas. And you can all, it also is a good way to showcase your sock game if you want to roll oh, up the Oh, yeah, bottom. for sure. Or, uh, like... Put out like you can go T-shirt and coverall and Bob's your uncle. Yeah, for sure. I I look forward to getting myself a pair. Oh, do you? Do you? <laughs> do they come? Do they have? Do they make dude stuff at at the? At the no. The, oh, I suppose like the coveralls could be are, are pretty neutral, but we'd have to like measure you for sizing. I don't know if they fit your shoulders. Fair. I do have <laughs> yeah. I do have broad guy shoulders. So what you're telling me is that because it's a ladies only manufacturer, these coveralls have the pockets don't exist. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm I'm actually here to tell you the exact opposite because oh. it is a lady-owned manufacturer. Pockets do fucking exist oh. because they know what we want. Which is get pockets. <laughs> I love that. What yeah. are we talking about today, Ronnie? Uh, so we've got a couple of topics today. I wanted to drop a little, a little uh, checklist, a little check in on solitary witch tips. We're witch all tips. yeah, witch tips. I love that. Yeah, I, I, we'll get more into that in a few minutes. Uh-huh. But some solitary witch tips, and then uh, I've got a little skincare stuff for us because we're all wearing masks, and that fucking sucks. So it sucks for us. It sucks for our faces. It sucks for our skin. So I got some some easy um, facial remedies for that. So some facial remedies for what the 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 effects that having yeah. like literally sweating in the cotton mask all day, <laughs> breathing into a mask that's just putting like holding your breath right there. So yeah. after a couple of hours straight of wearing a mask, which we've all done at this point, or if we ha- if you haven't done that, shame on you. Uh, like, well, no, good. You're, you're, I, I choose to believe they're staying inside uh, fair, and they fair. have no reason to wear a mask. <laughs> For hours on end, but as soon as you do, you realize that you're just breathing your own shit into the mask, and if the mask is any good, then eventually you get this just, like, r- like reservoir. It's almost like you've got a, a film. It, yeah, it's almost like you've, <laughs> you've decided to, like, it's like you've swapped whatever your special purpose is, being it a penis or a vagina, for your mouth, and you're in your own underwear. <laughs> 
Holy, <laughs> he holy like, shit. And he was, like, <laughs> he was like living in the underwear <laughs> of your mouth. Uh, yeah. Was it gross <laughs> that I called it a special purpose or that I... No, I thought it was cute that you called it a special purpose. Right. I can't remember what that's from, but the I do jerk. remember... The the jerk. The film The Jerk. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Holds up. It holds yeah. up. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. All right. So anyway, yeah, you're basically we're basically turning uh, like it's our second underwear. Yeah. Our mask. Yeah. So, sort of. We'll, we'll talk more about that a little bit. Literally. Later. <laughs> if I may use that incorrectly. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I personally think that my. Uh, my pussy might be a little more fresh than my breath, <laughs> so you know I personally feel like my uh, my 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 special purpose, my penis, is might at, at times be smarter than my mouth, but <laughs> but I, w- I I I think both things have the potential for when you swath them uh, all in right, some that's, sort of that's enough in some sort of. <laughs> Underwear mask situation. Ugh. That's not their natural resting state, and they rebel. Fair, fair. Well, we, we'll dive into this in, in a few minutes. We're going to talk about the, <laughs> the great penis rebellion. No. No. Adjacent. No. Okay. No. I surrender. In, in, in fact, we might not talk about penises at all, because this is five cats, two pussies. Right, 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 right. Well, I, I can't deny the fact that I have a penis. <laughs> but I, I, I can posit that I am a, a pussy by the definition of a pussy that has been um, instituted at this podcast. Right. So, so my penis, which is a pussy, does not let. <laughs> that's the enough shackles. about. That's 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 quite enough about special purposes. Now I'll go to my corner. <laughs> what I really wanted to know about, and what I really wanted to talk about before we get into witchy tips and special purpose masks. Um, I wanted to uh, share a little story. Recently, uh, Engineer Dan's mom was um, unpacking some boxes, I'm guessing. I don't know, doing a little house cleaning, and she found a box of Dan's old stuff. And I don't, I'm going to hope it wasn't in the box of your old things, but long story short, the remains of a feline friend from Engineer Dan's high school days is going to come and live with us. We're going to get some guy ashes. Yep, long gone but not forgotten. Forgotten. My sister and I got cats when we were in kindergarten, and I, mine was an orange. Uh, they're both like they're both Maine Coon mutts, so they're they're going to grow to be bigger. And uh, so I got Tiger the orange cat because he has orange cat with stripes, and I was in kindergarten. And Amy got Cookie. Cookie. And, me, and Cookie, yeah. Cookie was a scrappy bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Before Cookie... Uh, you named she, her fucking Cookie. She had I to be. <laughs> Amy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Cookie, yeah, before Cookie shuffled off the mortal coil, she was missing, like, 75% of her total ear, like, mass <laughs> scars on her face. But also, when she wouldn't be inside, she'd be like, I'll sit on your lap, bro. But you could tell when she was out on the streets, she was a mean bitch. <laughs> this is the western mountains of Maine. And Tiger, who would eventually become Guy, because Tiger was very vocal, and he made a very unique cat sound, and it sounded like he was saying Guy. He would go, Nguy. <laughs> Nguy. <laughs> when he was hungry. Wait, he, what, one, one more time. <laughs> and so we started calling him Guy. He was he was with me from kindergarten all the way till I graduated. You know, he was uh, you know, he was a good like 13, 14 years old when he passed on, but when he when he was when he was when he was when it was time to go, 
we took him to the vet and we had to put him down because he was just he was just an old dude and it was his time. But we had the option of cremation and we cremated Guy. And now Guy is going to come and live with us. Guy was put in uh uh look, Guy was in the same box as my high school diploma, if that tells you <laughs> <laughs> what my mom thinks about the whole situation. Like, that was one of the precious artifacts, I guess. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I think it kind of makes sense because your graduation photo is with Guy. My senior my yep. senior class picture, I had yeah. one with my cat. I was that guy. And I, you know what? No shame. I mean, he was my best friend through the entirety of my grade, of my schooling. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that's adorable and it's important. And, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm glad that your mom saved like saved his ashes. If you're going to go through the uh, trouble to have a pet cremated, you need to do something with them. Yeah, I know some moms throw out your comic book collection, your baseball cards, but if they come right. across the cremated remains of your dead cat, they probably should put it next to your high school diploma <laughs> and just put it in the eaves. And then when some pandemic rolls along and you're like, you know what, I'm going to clean out the eaves, and you find the Dan box, then you, <laughs> you let them know that you found that box and it's going to be coming back home. So, guy is. I'm going to be reunited and it feels so good. Oh, my. <laughs> well, I uh, I never expected to have any ashes in my house. This is, I'm not, I'm actually pro-cremation. I just wasn't anticipating ever really having, <laughs> having to have a, an urn or a box. or I'm not sure what we're going to do with them, but we're going to have to find a special little place. Um, the most important thing being where he won't get knocked over. There's That's a, my biggest fear. There's a lot of taxidermy. In this house, there's yep. a lot of bones, there's a lot of uh, preserved things that are no longer living. And Guy, I knew him when he was alive, and he, he definitely does, he, he has a place at the altar of our house. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that's going to be important. We'll have to create a space for him and welcome his spirit into the house, because otherwise I feel like, I don't know, he'll, he'll, he'll get vindictive and his spirit will fuck with our cats after mm-hmm. being stuck in some eaves for the last 15 yeah. years. Yeah. And much like Cookie Guy had that fighting spirit where, like, he was a bit of a chicken hound. And if he would manage to get up on the counter and get, like, a chicken breast off the rack while you guys are eating or whatever, that's the only time he would be violent is when you tried to take oh, it. Wow. When, you, when you tried to take it away from him, you got a, uh, you got a hiss and a swat. And a, uh, other than that, man, <laughs> that guy was just like, yeah, whatever. Pick me up. I don't care. Yeah, I'll sit wherever. I'll do whatever. You can, yeah, you put makeup on me. No big deal. <laughs> You can dye my hair. I don't care. You know, it's chill guy. Until you try to take his chicken. <laughs> Ronnie, we got anything else to talk about in the intro before we rock and roll and strut and stroll? I want to know all about all the things. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's about it for our intro. Um, if, you've got, uh, if you've got questions about Guy uh, for Engineer Dan, okay. you can uh, always drop us a line at 5C2Ppod on Gmail or Instagram. And we will like, comment, respond, as always. We love getting what uh, I'm going to consider fan mail. <laughs> but I love, I love hearing uh, good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, you know, let us know. What, do you, what should we do with the remains of Guy? How should we set up this altar? How should we honor uh, a past pet in a new home? Let us know. And we will, we're going to take a quick little break. And we will return. And when we return... We will light our ritual candle. Oh, I didn't forget. No, you did forget. We'll light our ritual candle. And then we'll talk about some, some solitary witchy stuff. We'll be right back. Reunited like I knew we would. See you soon, witches.
<laughs> Welcome back, witches uh, and, and pussies and first-time listeners, whoever you are. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to jump into topic in just a moment. But first, going to light our ritual candle. Oh, man, I thought you were going to forget uh, again. Uh-uh. <laughs> Click. All right, she's lighting the uh, ritual candle. We are still using the, I believe it's uh, some sort of egg shape. Yeah, it's an situation. It's, yeah, it is. It's the Eastery egg thing, spring egg. Um, it, there's a little bit of mugwort in the wax now, and also I added a couple drops of lavender because I wanted to feel serene today. That fired up real quick. Yeah, it's because I poured lavender oil on it. I love your <laughs> style. Okay, so which tips? Yeah, so uh, I guess I want to preface this little segment with. First of all, I am nobody to tell anybody what to do. Uh, I I have my opinions, and I have a podcast, so I get to share them. But <laughs> but I am not an expert, and I have uh, I I have very little bearing over you, the listeners' lives. Uh, but I wanted to take a minute. I've been reflecting on this, I think, a lot myself of witchy things or things in general that I'm finding helpful and useful in coping with everything that's going on. So, uh, and, and the reason I wanted to say like, I'm not, you know, I'm not the boss of you. You do you is because there are so many fucking lists out there right now that are like, here are the 10 things that you can do to stay busy. Here are five projects that you can start to like fill your time, how to feel happy and productive while in quarantine. And my general thought to a lot of those is go fuck yourself. And I would like to update for for future witches. (laughs) If you're finding this in the distant future (laughs) and you're like, what's going on? What happened? Uh, Right now it is, uh, at the time of this recording, it is April 27th. 2020 and there is a pandemic going on and we've been stuck in the house for 44 days with minimal outside interaction so uh which is fine by me yeah i've got pockets on my pants (laughs) and pizza in my belly so i you know i think overall you know i'm very thankful i feel like i'm i'm doing pretty good and i hope you're doing pretty good as well when whenever you're listening but uh, you know, in the wake of like all of these lists and talking with my friends and my coworkers and, and family about, you know, how they're feeling, how they're doing, I'm finding a couple of things to be true. And the answers that I'm getting most often are still very much pro- uh, productivity based. And so I want to start this little um, this little list of it's not self-care. It's witchy things that you can do for fun. Uh, some of them are self-care driven, and if you find them to be uh, mindful for that, awesome. But they're just little fun things that you can do throughout your day to maybe start a witch practice, to maybe, um, if you are a practicing witch, to you know reconnect, because I think a lot of times with pressures and stress, it's easy to you know disconnect from, uh, from your practice. But even if you have no inclination towards witchcraft at all and you're like, I listen because Lindsay and Ronnie are my friends and you just want to, you know, pick one of these things to do for fun, that's equally as good. But the most important thing here is uh, it's okay, 100% okay to not be productive, to, to do you during this time. So if you're cooped up with roommates, family, all by yourself, like with nothing but your plants for company, like whatever, whatever you want to do with your time, there's no good, bad, or otherwise. If you spend your time 
like writing the next great novel and perfecting your sourdough, rock on if that brings you joy. If you spend your time like binging past seasons of Buffy, equally valid. (laughs) If you do nothing but like sleep and meditate and, you know, sometimes Zoom with your friends and watch porn, like also good. (laughs) Like whatever you're doing, as long as it's bringing you some form of, of happiness on your day to day, I think that's the most important thing. So you don't have to be productive. You don't have to get something out of this time of quietness and reflectiveness and that sort of thing. But all that being said, if you do want to get something out of uh, your time over the next you know, few days, few weeks, um, I, I gave some thought to like some witchy things that you can maybe do on a, on a here and there basis to you know, reconnect or start a practice or just for fun. That sounds great. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'd love to hear your list of witchy things you can do. Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of my beer first. Uh, right, I'll vamp. I echo the sentiment of you don't need to be productive um, if you don't want to be. It's fucking exhausting to be productive. Yeah, if, if you're, if I would, I would say if you're sitting there on the couch thinking I really, really haven't done anything in five days, and I don't really want to do anything, then continue to not do, <laughs> continue to, to not do anything. But if you're like, I feel really guilty. I really like, I got to do something like do like one thing. You could even half ass it just to, <laughs> just to say it, just to say you did it for you and see how it makes you feel. You know, so, you know, like sometimes you get the bug, sometimes you don't. But, you know, the important thing is be comfortable. Yeah. And here's some witchy yeah, things. What do you yeah. got? So these are I, I put together five things that I have found really useful uh, for continuing um, sort of a solitary practice because I think a lot of times um, you know not everybody practices their witchcraft in a coven, but a lot of people do, and a lot of people find um, collective meaning and strength and community, and that's really hard to do right now. Uh, there are a lot of resources online and tools and that sort of thing to practice together still. And, and have that sense of community. But in your day-to-day, it can be really difficult to feel as connected to your spirituality or to your practice without anybody else around to help encourage it. Where where would you go? Where where do you go online to find covens? Uh, so it's not about going online to find a coven, but there are communities. For example, uh, the uh, the cauldron here in the Boston, Massachusetts area isn't necessarily witchcraft centric. It is um, it is fem empowerment and feminism centric, which with a witchy vibe, and they hold like online. Um, Zoom sessions and that sort of thing. Same way with you know the yoga like a fa- practice, like a, like that a I Facebook do. group you could find. It's sort of, like, yeah, that's because you can't thing. just Google the Cauldron and and, and you can and find... in, you can in Boston, but so Cauldron Boston. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Right it's got to be something like that because you just Google Cauldron, that's going to be ridiculous. But, but fair enough. I'm but sorry. yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail. But I was genuinely I was like, there, oh, really? There's... There are like I, I think this wasn't about finding a coven during this time. It was more if you are already part of a community, then a lot of people are are hosting different things online, but it's not the same. And I, myself, am already a solitary practitioner. So I I don't have a particular community or coven or um, group that I practice with. So here's some tips. Love it. Um, so the first one that I have, um, and some of these are, are kind of simple, and that's almost the point. And the first one is daily rituals. So I think that this is really important um, to feel connected it's you know routine is good and it keeps you motivated and it gives your like day-to-day structure in a in a time where maybe it's really easy for it to not have structure all of those things are great 
what I'm looking at here for daily rituals are small, simple things that connect back to yourself or your practice or mindfulness in some way. So maybe it's something um, (laughs) something as simple as the way you make your coffee or tea in the morning. Um, or always starting your day with a glass of cold water, or um, you know making uh, you know making yourself your favorite meal, or uh, putting on eyeliner, like whatever your like something small that you do on a consistent basis that uh, you can ritualize in a really simple way, and really think about you know tomorrow when you um, you know wake up and make your cup of coffee. Use your favorite mug. Think about how that coffee tastes. Think about how it makes you feel in that first, you know, sip of hot coffee in the morning when you're tired or at three in the afternoon when you're drinking it, whatever. But something like something special to you, just a little simple thing to remind you to like draw back into yourself and be aware of your mindfulness and your presence and how things make you feel. I feel like the coffee situation is a lot like the old that old cliche. You got to stop and smell the roses. A little bit, yeah. It's it. A lot of this is sort of geared towards that um, because a lot of spirituality and practice is very self reflective, and I think setting up small rituals throughout the day is not about maintaining a habit. It's about taking something that you do on a consistent basis already, and and creating a little bit of self harmony with it. I love that. Love that very, very much, Ronnie. Rock and roll. So, so that was number one. Number I don't one. have anything on a list of vampires <laughs> no, no, no. when you have a sip of beer. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, number two is reset your altar. So if you are a practicing witch and you have an altar set up, this is a great time. Not only are, you know, you've got moon changes and you've got seasonal changes, you've got belting coming up, uh, but... Just taking a moment to really reconnect with the items in your altar and and take a critical eye at them. Take a moment, whether it's you're, you know, cleaning it, picking everything up, rearranging it, because how you feel now and how you felt before uh, starting, you know, your self-quarantine or whatever you might be, you know, facing at the moment are definitely going to be different in some way. So rearranging your altar to reflect, you know, how you're feeling in the moment and what um, what you want to get out of, uh, you know, your practice or um, your meditations or your magic going, you know, forward in the next coming, you know, days, weeks, months, whatever it might be. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so coffee today. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> I'm, it. I'm full of cheese and tea, and uh, and now I'm huffing lavender oil. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the sort of flip side of the resetting your altar is if you don't have an actual like magical altar. That's totally fine. An altar is whatever you make it. It is a collection of things that uh, you use to reflect, to grow, to bring you joy, to be productive in some way. So maybe it's just rearranging your desk. Maybe it's rearranging your bookshelf, taking all the books off the shelf, rearranging them, like really like thinking about like, you know, when did you get this book? Like when was the last time you read it? Like, are you done with this particular book? And is it time to pass it along to somebody else to read when it's safe to do so? Uh, Maybe it's doing the same thing with your vanity or your makeup bag, you know, and really thinking about, 
about all of the items in your collective space that you use as some sort of tool on a regular basis. Uh, kitchens, also great. Like clean out your, clean, when was the last time you cleaned out your spice cabinet? <laughs> like really go through something that you use on a regular basis and, and really think about the items there and the purpose that they have and the meaning that they bring and rearrange it. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you feel like you have uh, an altar space? Me personally, yeah, yeah. Um, I do feel like I have an altar space. I have, I actually have multiple. I have one in the bedroom that is a space that is for me that has some books and some things on it that are that I've collected, like you know, old moxie cans and things like That's that. That's very altery for uh, sure. That remind me of things I've collected along the way and things that I just like to look at. And then I have a uh, space in the office or craft area where you work mainly. And that's where I do – I've hung up a lot of pictures and so on. So I have, I have altars sort of scattered all around because I think that it's important for me to have my living space ha- like feel familiar in every aspect of it while also collaborating with you, for instance. Sure. And making sure that you feel at home in every room. I feel like every room in our house – like let's talk about – like we did uh, as a fun little ritual practice. We – uh, we took down all the art we'd collected because uh, we sort of like, you know, put up a piece at a time as we collected it. And then we decided to take it all down and then see what matched with what. Yeah. And that was a really <laughs> that was really fun. And in every room in our, of our house, we have pieces that are very much things that you bought and pieces that are very much things that I bought. And I consider almost that as a measure of an altar. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I think the important thing in – in rearranging your altar is is handling the items and reconnecting with them and really thinking about like does this does this currently serve a purpose in whatever the intent of the item is and going through the art and rearranging it and and repositioning it also changes for us it changes the energy of the house as well it changes little things like where it draws your eye how you feel in a certain space um, you know what you connect with the vibe you know if you put all all your black and white pictures on one wall and all of your color pictures on a different wall it's going to like what you look at's going to change kind of thing so you know, we we certainly did that. And that actually leads right into um, our third thing on the list, which is um, clean your space. And it's not about vacuuming and doing the dishes and scrubbing your bathtub because, let's face it, nobody wants to do that. You should at some point. <laughs> but, um, you know, you you whatever. Who cares? You're in your own house. Live how you want to live. Um, you know, be healthy. But this isn't the time, you know, if you feel like you should be you know, washing your windows and vacuuming your curtains and whatever. I don't know how people wash curtains, but <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you, you, yeah. you wash like, and vacuum it. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Here's what I know that it's true about everybody in the world currently across the board. Everyone has some section of their house that is small <laughs> and <Right>? is constantly <laughs> jumbled. There's mail on it and business cards and like some random wrapper from a candy bar. Like everybody's got some little nook, a tiny little nook, a drawer, cupboard, one square foot of a nook that is just forever been something. It's been so fucked for so long (laughs) that you've stopped even putting it on the list of things to organize (laughs) because you're just you're just used to it. And that's fine, but 
like what what you go you're gonna find every any time you go through that nook you're gonna be like I'm a hoarder. Why am I saving this <laughs> bank slip from two years uh, ago? Yeah. <laughs> also, oh my god, I forgot I had that sticker. Right. Like you're, you're oh, gonna. There's that gift card. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna go through that range of emotions. It's gonna take five minutes, and that nook is gonna be cleared off, and you're gonna be like, oh, maybe I'll put a plant there. You right. Know, like, I think I'm gonna change this one from cl- uh, cleanse your space to unfuck your shit. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so this was sort of in my head um, was almost less about organizing and more about the vibe of your house and the energy in your house. And this is a great time um, in your witch practice to, to cleanse your space. So you're stuck in your house more or less or your parents' house or wherever you might be. But in the place that you're in, think about, you know, does your space bring you contentment, not even joy, because everybody has something about their space that they're in that they're like, oh, I need to paint that. This carpet's old. My couch is like clawed to shit, whatever. I can go into that bathroom (laughs) judgment free and do anything. (laughs) But I think that like it's more about um, really rearranging the energy of your space. And this is a great opportunity if it's in your practice to do a smoke cleanse, um, even something as simple as like open all your windows, grab a, a broom, make a, get a, a silk scarf, something that wisps and wisp out the bad energy. And you're going to be like, oh, you are full of shit, girl. But wisp out the bad energy and really like reset your intentions in your space. If you do it with an intention, it doesn't feel quite as silly, but you know, maybe it's even something as involved as like recasting your protection um, spells and your entrance ways, really giving mindfulness to your, your doors and your door frames, your windows, uh, because this is where your energy comes in and out. This is the hearth of your home. Uh, but really, you know, taking a moment to, um, to you know, sort of reset the energy um, in your space and, and give it a little cleanse. Now, maybe you love the energy in your space. You're like, my house is awesome, and I feel so at peace here. Then take a moment and honor the like good vibes in your house. Just like even if it's like ten minutes, ten minutes of like sitting on your porcelain throne where there is no shame and being like, I feel so good in this room. The thunder mug. <laughs> Whatever it might be for you. Yes. Uh, You know, and maybe it's, you know, even something as simple as like getting a potted plant or uh, finally hanging those curtains or dusting those blinds. Cool. Awesome. You do you. um, Do, but do something to bring a sense of positivity and cleansing to your space. I love that. And, And in fact, if you have too many potted plants, I would I would flip it and be like, you know what I recommend you do? Like, go out and get yourself like some sort of like thing to hang on the wall. Get yourself a print. Sure. And if you have no plants in your house whatsoever, which is a lot of people in the world, right? There are plenty of plants you can get that are very difficult to kill. Yeah. Yep. And you'd be surprised in that room, your living room, that's like your standard apartment living room, let's say, which everything's just plain and white and it's just generic and. You've got your your flat panel television and you've got your couch and you've got your whatever. 
put a plant in there, and that room is forever changed for the better. <laughs> yeah, because like, something it makes else... such a huge difference to have a green living thing yeah, in the space. That's the like key. That. Something else alive is in your space, and you're responsible for it. So even good. even if it's a ZZ plant that you only have to water once a month, and you can put literally in a closet, and it would still grow. Like you are responsible for that plant, and uh, and that was actually if I had a sixth thing on this list, that was probably going to be be it is care for something other than yourself for a hot oh, second. Oh, I like that a lot. Uh, maybe it's a plant. Maybe it's your pet. Maybe it's calling a friend or texting your mom or whatever it might be. But caring about somebody else outside of yourself for a hot second is my my sixth one, even though I haven't gotten through my five yet. <laughs> you're, a, you're a fantastic list maker. And I, like I love that. making lists. I love I, I, I'm going to double back to the plant thing. Yeah. I'm speaking from the for, for the guys that are listening right now. Or sure. Like, uh, anybody really, but in general. Like, I don't think it's a guy I, thing. I'm coming from a I'm coming from the male perspective and my perspective was I never thought in my decorating years or just in my younger years or just in general, I never thought like I need to get a plant. It was like a novelty notion sure. kind of thing, you know. I was like, I need pizza money, beer money, I'm like 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 really basic male basic bitch, guys. <laughs> basic male bitch shit. Uh but man, seriously, get a plant, guys. Any of you guys out there listening that do not have a plant, get a plant. It'll change your life. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to harp no, on that. No, no. That's, seriously, that's, I, like, I, 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 I appreciate how much, uh, how much joy having a few houseplants brings not just you, but like ev- like everybody I know, even if you can't grow it, then it becomes a laughable thing where it's like, I kill every plant. Ha ha ha. But at least yeah. you have like, at least you have plants to talk about. Man, seriously though. <laughs> I lived far too long without a plant in my life, and now I've got plants in my life. Now you've got plants. You, you've even got plants you named. Yes, I'd like to name plants, Ronnie. <laughs> what's what's uh, now that we've done number six on your list? What's number yeah. five? No, that was so. The, what's number, number four? Number four. Number yeah. four. <laughs> oh, goodness. oh dear, it's like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> so number four is pay attention. Uh, this is clearly I wasn't. <laughs> uh, so this is. About sort of tying back into daily rituals and that sort of thing, but um, paying attention to yourself and your needs and accepting where you're at any given day, any given moment, but also listening to what you need and paying attention to what you need today in this moment. Now, maybe that's as simple as like, oh my God, I need a cup of coffee or I really need Doritos or whatever. (laughs) Fine. But... To all those things, the, all the things that you're feeling in the moment, there's a deeper rooted cause for that. And really taking some time to self-reflect on, you know, why, like, why are you feeling that way? What is it that you need to, um, to solve that feeling? So uh, what makes me think of are things like often I get headaches and what I actually need is a glass of fucking water. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it's, I get a headache because I haven't had a glass of water in too long. But, you know, if I just think about the headache, then I'm not thinking about the need, and the need is the water. So that's sort of where I uh, started with this. But um, things like, you know, it's awesome to, like, I'll have days where, you know, I've three, four days in a row, I feel awesome. I feel on top of my shit. I'm enjoying my solitary confinement. I'm cooking food. I'm having fun. I'm playing video games. And then I will have a day where yesterday, woke up, 
was totally fine, totally in a great mood, woke up, was awesome, got halfway through sewing a face mask and had a total mental collapse and was just like, nope, not today, world. And really taking a minute to be like, why am I feeling this way? What is it that I need? And and really like listening to that and be accepting of that. So maybe what you need is to meditate. Maybe it's, you know, doing something for yourself. Pull pull a tarot card, call a friend. Um, you know, eat a pint of ice cream, take a hot bath, like drink a glass of water, um, you know, whatever, sleep in, don't get out of bed, like for the day, like whatever it is. But if there's something that you need, it's okay, right? Like, especially right now to really pay attention to what it is that you need and follow through on that. Whatever silly, ridiculous thing, if you have a thought of like, what I really need to do today is to go lay on some grass and stare at the clouds, find an alone place to do that, um, you know, and, and silliness and other people's opinions of it be damned. Listen to what you need right now and make sure that you're paying attention to that and following through. I think that's amazing. I love that. It's really hard. And I think you really did take uh, meditation practices to a level that goes beyond the, oh, but you just need to sit quietly and go, oh, oh. That's not what med- <laughs> no, that's that's not, not meditation is. No, that's not That's not what we're doing here, people. No. That's not what we're, we're taking some time for ourselves to relax with our thoughts in a comforting way that makes us feel like better. Like, yeah, really, it's, like, and it's really it, you know? hard because there's so much pressure, I think, to – Especially if you're like, if you're listening, you have kids and families and partners and, you know, you're still, maybe you're still working from home like I am. And like, there's so many, like, you have to be on all the time, even though all this shit's going on around you that you can't control. And I think that it's really hard to, like, to take a second and be like, how am I doing today? How, like, why am I, why did I just snap at that person? And it's like, oh. It's because this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling extra anxiety today. I'm feeling extra stress. You know, what, like, what do I need today to, like, help fix that or deal with it or just acknowledge it and sit in it for a hot second? It's really hard. That's a a fine use of a hot second. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because sometimes it's not about fixing it. Sometimes it's just about being with it for a minute well great i'm with you right now ronnie what else anything else on your last list? one number five number five <laughs> let's just went one two three six four five uh, perfect <laughs> so number five is i think my favorite on the list and it's do something silly oh so- <laughs> i don't know i don't know man so uh so number five is uh mostly for I think it's mostly for all the witch curious folks that are listening. Maybe it's for maybe it's for practitioners that are like sort of practicing in private or haven't committed to a practice, or maybe you've just sort of become disconnected. Uh, Lindsay and I both do, and, and Engineer Dan, I'll do a lot of um, role playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, and that sort of thing. So not silly. So it's not silly, but it feels silly in the moment. And there's a lot of, um, I think. Not to me, man. It's real to me. Fair. I'm very capable. You're you're very enlightened. (laughs) But uh, I think that it's important to do, like, to have a little silliness and to do something fun. So some thoughts that I had uh, that things that could feel silly in the moment, but give it a try. 
Just do like do one of these things, do all of these things, make up your own thing. Uh, but some ideas, uh, stand with your toes in the grass. So, yeah, it's April, it's fucking cold, and right now in Boston it's wet. But go outside in the wet, in the cold, take your shoes and your socks off, and just stand and wiggle your toes in some grass for a second. How does that make you feel? Walk around. Like, you know, does, are your, do you have baby I feel like you've used feet? the wiggle in the grass a couple of times. Yeah. Do, you, do you desire wiggling your toes in the grass? I Ronnie? love wiggling my toes in the grass. Right. I think you're I love it. A I lot. feel, yeah, sure. But I feel really connected when I do it. So I don't know. Maybe you just feel cold and wet when you do it, but give it a try. I know. I love, I love, <laughs> I love my toe. I love bare feet on the earth. Yeah, I think it's if Beach you feel sand in connected the, yeah, like whatever, yeah. and rooted, but, you know, that's me. That's how I feel. How do you feel? I've got to propose for <laughs> something silly to do. Yeah. And this is a this is a entry level, but it's kind of fun. Like you know, you get your cup of coffee in the morning. Maybe you put a little sugar or milk in the coffee. When you sprinkle your sugar into the coffee, just do it in a smiley face that only you can see. You can <laughs> and you'll be like, and you'll probably be, and you'll, you'll be able to, maybe you'll even say out loud, "I'm a moron." And then, but, but it's kind of fun. That's you just, great. You just made a fun yeah. cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, do something kind of fun. I. <laughs> Uh, some other witchy uh, sort of oriented things that I had thought about. Um, this is going to sound really silly, but it's kind of fun. Carry a rock around for a day. Just for a day. Pick Maybe you've got a crystal that you really uh, are vibing with and you want to carry that in your pocket. Maybe you go for a walk and on your walk, look for a rock. Pick up that rock, put it in your pocket, carry it around the rest of the day. It's going to suck when you forget about it and do laundry the next day. But uh, you, like, just see how it feels. See how it feels to carry something purposeful that has no purpose around for a day. Um, talk to your plants. Say when you get up in the morning, say good morning, good morning plant, how are you? Give it some water, be like, you know, yum nom 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 nom, whatever you want. Uh, talk to your plants. What's up, Sasha, the plant on Engineer Dan's yeah. desk? You look great, baby. <laughs> you look very, very fashionable. Oh, so fashionable <laughs> with her little leaf dip. <laughs> Let's see, what else did I write down here? Uh, stand alone in the dark. So, uh, you know, whether it's at night with this stars and the the sky and the moon and the whatever um or maybe you just turn off all the lights in your house and stand by yourself alone in the dark and just you know see how it makes you feel maybe you'll be inspired to like randomly start dancing or maybe you know it'll be the one moment where you feel completely swaddled in you know something bigger than yourself and you have a good cry whatever it is just you know stand alone in the dark for a minute and see how that makes you feel i think all these little things are just um do something outside yourself, outside of your norm, that's kind of fun and a little silly, and you know maybe it'll surprise you. It's, it's creating your own little surprise for the day. I, I have two that add to the list. They're oh, dope. That people do every day. Number one, the next time you put something in the oven or cook something, right before you put it onto the heat, just give it a little boop. Go boop. <laughs> and number two is the next time you sit down in the old thunder mug, the porcelain gun, and you oh, get ready to let her rip. As soon as it starts coming out, oh, a round of self applause! Give yourself a self applause. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some silly. That's some silly right there. But you know what? Laugh every time. <laughs> Guaranteed but, laugh every time. I think that's it's great. Good. 
I think this is also a good time, you know, if you are a practicing witch and you've been doing like you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, these are like fun and silly things, but you know, what what about a witchy thing? Maybe this is the time where you like you try something witchy that you've been kind of putting off. Um, like make some moon water or uh, you know, read your tarot card for the first time or figure out what your like moon signs are or um, the thing I'm going to give a try is uh, I've never um, I've never learned how to cast a circle. So I'm going to try and learn how to cast a circle. And to me, that feels silly because that's very spellcraft oriented and I'm still not super comfortable with it. So I'm going to I'm going to go outside my comfort zone and maybe I'll surprise myself. I love it, Ronnie. Yeah. So those are my my five. Uh, my five witchy tips for things that you can do while you're in six. it's one, two, three, six, one, four, two, five. Three, six, four, five. <laughs> my five witchy, witchy tips. tips. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back with some skincare tips. <laughs> Welcome back, witches. I'm here with Ronnie. And we miss Lindsay. We do indeed. Lindsay, listen closely. <laughs> We're about to delve deep into the topic of wearing masks. How do you deal with your sweaty face? Sweaty face. Your sweaty face. <laughs> so we're all wearing masks. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It, yeah, it it sucks, but it's necessary. Uh, and whether it's mandatory in some places, in like Massachusetts, in, in Somerville, a couple, yep. in a couple of days, <laughs> it is mandatory. Uh, but whether mandatory or not, um, whether you know your. Uh, whether you bought a, a mask off of Etsy, you're wearing a surgical mask, you're you know hiking your T-shirt up, whatever it is. Um, I, I guess that I'm also thinking, you know, these are non-professionals on your grocery runs, on your walk around the block. If you're leaving your house, you're going into a public space. You should be wearing a mask. If not for you, for the other people around you. That's my soapbox. This is not about I'm to be standing a standing on it. <laughs> good, good. I see you. I see you. I hear you. I want to know what you have to say. This is not a dissertation on the N95 uh, professional <laughs> mask. This is the uh, you're gathered around the sewing machine. Yes. And, and listen up, children. We're going to make you a mask. <laughs> go fetch a T-shirt you don't wear anymore. <laughs> and and you maybe you go out and you wear your mask for let's say like thirty minutes. Yeah. Even for a jog or whatever, you're gonna like be you're gonna be breathing your own breath yep. back into your own face. Yep. You're gonna be sweating through your mask. And what happens when that happens, Ronnie? Uh, so if you do that on a pretty regular basis, you're gonna get some acne. Uh, unless you're like the most blessed skin person in the world, uh, you know it's it's growth. I, I don't well, like. Acne I don't know. Is a condition. You're gonna get pimples. Sure, whatever. If you get pimples, that doesn't mean you have acne. Fair. You're gonna get blemishes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Your, your skin is going to be <laughs> tarnished from the experience. It's, it's not. So woe is us. We have to wear a mask, uh, especially with all the healthcare professionals that are like literally. That are literally like bruising their faces and tearing their their ear skin, wearing their masks on a regular basis. Woe is to us that we're going to get a blackhead or a zit or feel, I don't know what you want. 
I would like you to turn the mic at you. It's pointed like sort of off. Yeah, okay. the, yeah thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> well, uh, uh, so I uh, saw uh, so Engineer Dan. Usually I would edit that out. I'm going to leave it in, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> There's a little behind the scenes. Veronica was talking and her mic was it had a lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a lazy eye, so I can identify that immediately. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go on, Ronnie. So uh, I think that this you know, ties in nicely with the little things that you can do for yourself, uh, your, your five and maybe six witchy tips. Uh, but these are some things that are really easy to do to give your face a little oomph, a little sprinkle, a little boop, a little sugar smiley face, and, <laughs> and, um, and make it. Make it happy. Make the care for the skin under your under your mask. And I purposely picked these things because they are green witchy or green witchy adjacent. But uh, more importantly, they're really easy to do, and they're they're really cheap. So I think skincare routine. There are a million products, uh, and I've read several different places. I have no idea where the original quote came from, but I've read different articles that all quote similar things. That the average woman who leaves the house to go to wherever on daily basis will have applied over five hundred different chemicals to her skin between, like between foundation, body, about, lipstick, yeah, body and, wash, yeah, yeah. and shampoo, and conditioner, and toner, and moisturizer, and you know your primer, and your foundation, your eyeshadow, and your mascara, and your blah 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 blah. Whatever, good, good. If you if that's your if that's your jam, then rock on and live your best life and look fucking dope while doing it. And everybody's skin is different. This is not a universal no, skin situation. Not even a little. No. I am much like we don't uh, we don't know anything about the herbs we smoke uh, beyond some basic research. Uh, I am not a dermatologist. So but if you find yourself <laughs> breaking out under yeah. a mask, These are some Ronnie's got things. a Ronnie's got a dope list right now of simple things you can do. That could possibly help you out. Absolutely. So I broke them down to sort of three little sections. The first one is steam. So this is all about opening your pores. Uh, I think skincare kind of comes in a couple of different waves. One is opening your pores. One is cleansing your pores. And then there's also like moisturizing, that sort of thing. But opening your pores. This is the most simple of simple things. It's a steam bath. You boil two pints of water. So fill up two water glasses, put it in a pot, put it in a big pasta pot, put it in a steam kettle, whatever. Boil some water, leave it in the pot, put it in a bowl, whatever. Put a towel over your head and huff that steam. Just, like, let that steam, like, wash over your face. Now, don't cover the pot. Don't boil some water with a covered pot, then take the lid off, put your face right in it, you're going to burn yourself. Don't be an idiot. Steam is hotter than boiling <laughs> yes. water, kids. Yeah, don't, don't be a fucking idiot. Uh, but... You can boil some water, put it in a bowl, put your face over the bowl, and cover the whole thing with a towel. And just like a little mini sauna for your face. I'm going to double down from the male, male perspective and say, well, if you got to shave, if you're going to shave your face, do this. Yeah. Open your pores up. It actually, you get a better, cleaner, like less marked up shave when you do that. You got to open the pores up. Yeah. Let your skin get warm and relaxed. 
It's good. And just yeah. in general, even I, I don't, even if you don't have this problem, do that. It's fun. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just nice to open your pores. It gets them ready for cleansing. So this is a great step one. And if you want to add, you know, an extra little oomph to your boiling water to your steam bath, you can add things like rosemary, lavender, chamomile, or rose. So you can use essential oils, or you can use like chamomile tea. Is just dried chamomile. Sprinkle some in there. Uh, maybe you've got some dried. Maybe you're cleaning out your spice rack and you're like, oh, I've got rosemary that I'm too gross to use for cooking. Throw it in your steam bath. Perfect. Love it. What's next on the list? So the next part is scrubbing. And this is a salt scrub that uh, I have recently made, recently used, and modified the recipe to fit what I happen to have um, in the house. So you've opened your pores. Now you want to scrub them. Now I love this salt scrub. Um, because it really, like, it cleansed the pores, but also, like, removed all the dead skin. I had, like, little dry patches on my cheeks, and it got rid of all of that. It felt really moisturized, and this is a little bit more involved, so um, before you get into anything, uh, (laughs) before you, like, get take a shower, do your thing, you're going to make your salt scrub. So you're going to take about half a cup of salt, couple of tablespoons of coconut oil, but if you don't have coconut oil, you can also use avocado oil or um, grapeseed oil or olive oil. Do not use canola oil. Canola oil is too heavy. It's too processed and it's going to make you break out more. You don't want to add more oil, but you do want to moisturize. Uh, So I like coconut oil. And then you're going to add some things that smell nice. So... Uh, I used two teaspoons of rose petals because that's what I happen to have. Um, if you didn't want to use rose petals, you could use some oatmeal, like that Quaker, quick and dirty oatmeal, not the flavored shit, just the regular basic, like quick oats. Um, you can use those and a couple of drops of, I use tea tree oil. You could use, again, you can use lavender essential oil. You could use rosemary essential oil. I use tea tree because it is a little bit of an extrangent and it's a little bit of a toner. And for me, it's a, it's already in my skincare routine. So with any product like that, you want to have like a little test patch maybe first before you just start applying shit to your face. But You take all those things. I used a mortar and pestle. You can use a blender. You can use one of those choppy bullet things. You can just stir it around with a spoon in a pot. Like, I don't care. Then take a coffee mug and mix it all up. You're going to get in the shower. You're going to wash your face. You're going to steam it out, pores open, whatever you're doing. But applying to a clean face, you're going to just, like, smoosh it all around and grind off all the dirt and dead skins. Rinse it off, pat dry, and you're all set to go. I like salt scrub. Patty. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> You've done that recently. You loved yeah, it. I loved it. You I, felt I love a salt scrub. I and and I like the process of making it ahead of time. It feels you know it feels witchy, and I like that part. But I love the way it makes my skin feel. And I will put that recipe up on the Instagram for people. Nope. And then the last thing that you can do is a mask. So masks are fun. They're a little more time involved. So the first one is you know. Some, some boiling water, put your face over, five minutes, you're done. The second one is you're already in the shower, so just scrub your face. Um, the f- and then the last one is a mask, which does take a little more time. So there's a couple of easy masks. And I think a lot of people, I was always intimidated by making masks because there are ones that, like, you need clay. And where the fuck do you get clay? And honey and lavender oil and this and that. Um, two of the easiest masks I have ever made. One is honey, and the other is yogurt. And that's it. You wash your face. 
Maybe steam it open first. Maybe you give it a salt scrub. But when you're ready, when you have a clean face, you're going to take some honey and you're going to apply it to your clean skin. Now, if you heat your honey up a little bit, throw it in the microwave for a hot second or put it in a like a little, put it in a squeeze bottle and put that squeeze bottle in some hot water while you're steaming your face, it'll make it easier to spread around on your skin. And yes, it's going to be sticky. Maybe this is something you do while you're in the shower, while you're in the bath, while you're taking a poop, whatever. You're going to put some honey on your face. Honey is an anti-inflammatory and antibacterial uh, and a moisturizer. So it will do all those things and cleanse your face. Do the same thing with natural yogurt. Not this peach flavored whatever. Nothing with sugar. Just some plain Greek, unflavored, unscented, un, un-whatever, unprocessed yogurt. You can do the same thing with yogurt. It's also, it's very stringent. It pulls things out while the milk... Um, cultures will actually help moisturize your skin. And I would say, and, and again, you guys aren't, I'm not trying to imply in any way that you guys are silly gooses or morons, but anytime you heat anything up that you're going to apply to your skin, test it on a... <laughs> test it on the inside of your yeah, wrist first. It, yeah, yeah. Give it, just give it a little, like, like it's baby formula, you know, yeah. go old school with it. Give it a little dab. Don't, don't, don't. Don't burn yourselves, people. <laughs> you know, microwaves are different. Portions are different. Yep. All situations are different. I prefer like a nice room temperature situation. Yeah, but you, uh, I mean, you don't have to heat the honey up. It just it gl- goes on a little easier. Fun fact, if you take the honey and the yogurt, you mix them together with a couple of uh, tablespoons of olive oil. It's a great hair mask as well. Oh, that is a fun fact. Thank but, you. Um, and then the last thing is, you know, maybe you're like me and you uh, ordered way too many tomatoes. Uh, for <laughs> too many tomatoes and now you're like crap I have more tomatoes than I ever wanted to eat because that one time I had like six beers and ordered groceries um, but you can take there's a lot of fruit and vegetables that you can puree and use as a mask now it's going to sound gross it's probably going to feel and smell gross but strawberries and tomatoes are two of the best for uh, for acne for blackheads for pimples for breakouts for whatever whatever you want to call it if you have blemishes because you're wearing a face covering whenever you go out on a daily basis or hopefully less than that, you can puree your vegetable uh, and you can add, you know, a little honey or whatever to it if you want. But puree it, put it on your, just a little bit, just like sort of, you know, moisturize your face with it. Wait 10 to 20 minutes and then wash it off. And the acids in those fruit uh, and, and in vegetables will help. Uh, clean your skin. Those are both fruits you mentioned. Yeah, those are both fruits. Yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking about cucumber while I was saying fruits, and I was like, cucumber's a vegetable, but then I realized I didn't talk about cucumber. You did not. So, yeah. Put a little cucumber in your water. Have a spa water. <laughs> yeah, you can make it a whole, make it a love, whole thing. <laughs> I love a little slice of cucumber in my water. It's delicious. I love it, love it. So tomato, strawberry masks. I yep. love that, Ronnie. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. There's Thank so you. many easy things in your kitchen that you can use for your natural beauty products that you'll you'll feel great doing it. Give it a try. They're cheap. They're effective. And that's the most important thing, I think. Uh, and you know, it has a it's a little moment for you. It's your own little ritual for the day. Because as we mentioned at the top of the show. Constantly, like nobody, I don't want to breathe my own breath over and over and over and over, but I'm gonna because I don't want to make anyone else sick. So, all that shit that's living in your mouth under your tongue is gonna end up on your face. And mm-hmm. it's good to scrub that off once in a while. And we do it because we don't want any of that shit to end up on anybody else's face. Right. It's very important to wear a mask, people. 
yeah, wear your masks. But when you're home and cozy and not wearing your mask, slap some honey on your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I love it. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, let's go home. All right. And that officially completes my, Ronnie, my trilogy of wrestling references for this episode. Uh, Kayfabe, okay. Royal Rumble, yep. and then I just said, go home. Oh, go home is a wrestling reference. That's what wrestlers say to each other yeah. in the ring <laughs> when it's time to end the match. Awesome. Sweet. Well, we've we've made it. We've done it. Episode Woo. 26. Woo. All wrapped up. Neat little bow. <laughs> and you might be wondering, well, Ronnie, you didn't do a Pussy of the Week. And to you, listeners, I say, if you are wearing a mask when you go out in public, if you are taking some time just for you this week, taking care of yourself, your skin, if you're, um, you know, just taking a moment to reconnect and listen to what you need and following through on that, you are the Pussy of the Week this week. Give yourself, <laughs> give yourself a, a round of applause, preferably on the toilet. Maybe sprinkle a little smiley face in your coffee. <laughs> Yeah. Do all those things. Boop your plant. <laughs> Get, Get a, a plant. plant. Boop it. <laughs> awesome. Well, we will be back real soon, hopefully with Lindsay. I hope you're feeling better. And uh, until then, remember, be kind, no pervs, no Nazis. Totally. <laughs>